yo, 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 welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris, the only podcast that promises to fix your life and then probably doesn't. We're going to give it a shot, though. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my producer, audio engineer, best friend in the whole wide world, Mike, is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Happy New Year. Now, you might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. the World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Uploaded.com brings them all together. And don't forget, folks, that you can subscribe to this show, Chris to Chris, for new episodes every single Friday. We are all over the internet. In addition to Uploaded.com, we are on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, etc., etc., etc. So uh, join us every single Friday for some good times. It's free, okay? Today we got a great show for y'all. We are talking New Year's resolutions, dieting tips, tiny homes, millennials, and a whole lot more. But first, Mike, I hope you're feeling better after falling down that well last week. Actually, I think I broke a rib. Folks, 2019 is right around the corner, which means one thing, and that's New Year's resolutions. Now, I've had many resolutions in the past, including no more New Year's resolutions. Why do I need to wait until January 1st to finally improve my life? I don't. I could start right now. But since 2019 is right around the corner, I'm going to start then. This year, I resolved to make this the most popular comedy podcast with the word Chris in the title. Next year, I will probably add somebody else's name into the mix just to be fun. On this week's episode of Chris to Chris, we will be discussing the most important resolutions you can make for yourself in 2019. Stay tuned for the rest of the episode, or, you know, possibly die if you don't. The choice is yours. Anyway, we gotta move on to the tip of the week. Folks, Chris to Chris is celebrating our first ever dieting tip of the week, just in time for New Year's. You know... I think a perfect time to invest in gyms, you know, invest stocks in uh, like your 24-hour fitnesses, your, your Jenny Craigs, your Bally's, your Curves is right before January 1st rolls around and everybody gets that gym membership. Invest in your local gymatorium. You will probably be rewarded. Anyway, people ask me all the time. They say, Chris, how do I get in shape? so that I can listen to your podcast with my grandchildren one day. Well, there's lots of ways that you can improve your health. This week, we're going to be focusing on weight loss. Water and salt are two of the biggest culprits when it comes to looking like a bloated whale. And you could kill both of these birds with one stone with the Chris to Chris crying diet. Patented crying diet. Just invented this. I'm not sure if anybody's ever come up with this before, but I'm pretty sure it's an original idea. And this idea is pretty simple. Ridding your body of excess salt and water will make you slimmer. The easiest way to accomplish this without dying is to cry the weight away. Now, studies have probably shown that crying only 30 minutes a day will shed up to 5 pounds a week. Wow! That is amazing. I can't believe that. I literally can't believe it. The best way to accomplish this is to spend a lot of time thinking about what makes you sad. You know, it could be Twilight movies. It could be celebrity breakups, you know, etc. In junior high school, middle school, 
I knew a girl that cried all day when she found out that a member of NSYNC or Backstreet Boys was getting married. You know, it was one of those boys. She found out they were getting married. And, you know, it's heartbreaking. But I bet she lost some weight that week. The more you cry, the more weight you'll lose. So you can boost your weight loss journey by crying everywhere you go. You can cry in your at, at work, at school, in the car on the way to these places. You can cry at, at your local Target, Walmart, Kroger, strip club, etc. But you're going to want to make sure you don't forget to drink lots of water and eat plenty of salty foods so that your body is able to make up enough tears for your next crying session. I guess this isn't so much of a diet as it is an exercise, but you do need to diet on a lot of water and salt. So it's a little bit of both. A little, uh, little bit of uh, best of both worlds. So that's our tip of the week. I hope you guys make good use of it. Don't abuse it. We got to move on to Video Game Corner. We did it, folks. We did it last week. On this show, we talked about Capcom plastering advertisements all over the fighters, stages, and loading screens of Street Fighter V. It was a dumb idea. It was obnoxious looking. Like on, 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 on Ryu's gloves or Ken's gloves or, or, or Guile's back. There'd just be a big logo for Capcom Pro Tournament all over the place. And they're probably hoping to get a, a nice Subway logo in there. Maybe a a nice uh, Visa logo, but that's all dead and gone for now. Uh, the plan was to shove ads in your face at all times, like constantly, with the promise of slightly more in-game currency. Doesn't that sound awesome? Uh, it just sounds like a nightmare. It just sounds like a nightmare made to slow down your game, make the loading screens longer, just be a pain in the ass. But nobody liked it. Literally, literally nobody liked it. Zero people. Negative people liked it. But the good news is that it turns out that Capcom listens to this show. Capcom listens to Chris to Chris. Because advertisements are no longer a part of Street Fighter V. They're gone. For now. Now, I'm going to need to review Capcom's official statement to see how many times they mention the influence of this show. But I assume it's a lot, because I feel like this is the only podcast to publicly complain about it for a short period of time. Anyway, in other video game news, the PlayStation Classic has apparently bombed. You know, not like it was over Baghdad. It bombed in terms of sales. Now... The whole reason Sony put out this PlayStation Classic, which was, you know, if you're, if you're not paying attention, it's a uh, little mini plastic console that comes with a, a controller or two, plays old original PlayStation games, you know, the ones from 1994, 90, 95, 96, that sort of thing, 97, 98. I can keep saying 90 numbers until we run out, but you get the idea. In the 90s, there was this system called the PlayStation. We're up to, to four now. But uh, Sony saw that Nintendo was making a buku amount of money off of the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. And Sony's like, yo, we got a Christmas coming up too. And we got this system here that we could be capitalizing on. 
But uh, capitalized, they did not. Apparently, this thing is tanking at retail because turns out nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. This thing came out less than a month ago for $100, and stores are already selling it for $60. They're trying to get that thing the hell off of their shelves. But this is not Sony's fault. This is not Sony's fault. The only reason this thing bombed was because nobody cared about the games, and half of them ran like shit. That's not Sony's fault, right? So this is the perfect time for somebody to uh, snatch up some buyer's remorse at a more reasonable price. So I highly recommend you do that if you're looking for a nice plastic disappointment. Anyway, folks, 2019 is only a few days away. Less if you're listening to this late. The goal of this week's episode of Chris to Chris is to light a fire under your ass. As another year ticks off on the calendar, you are only one step closer to your inevitable death. Which means it's time to act. 2019 should mean one thing and one thing only, which is, I'm going to die one day. Instead of banning New Year's resolutions this year, I encourage you to write an exhaustive list of all the things you need to fix in your life. This is pretty easy to do. Start by Googling, why do I suck? You should get a lot of suggestions. I'll give you a head start. The first resolution on your list should be, become a better fan of Chris to Chris. You know, we put out an hour-long episode. Well, it was like three or four minutes short of an hour. But last week we put out a very special Christmas episode of Chris to Chris. We called it Chris to Christmas. Put a lot of work into it. And we got uh, zero feedback. So I think it is very important for you guys to really, really try harder (laughs) to make my life better. Anyway, uh, we got to move on to the news. This week, uh, ABC7 News. That's uh, the local, actually down here where I live in Southern California. Uh, That's the local ABC channel news. ABC7 News has lost the last semblance of any self-respect it may have once had. The SoCal Network has released a news story about doctors treating patients for selfie wrist, a form of carpal tunnel caused by taking too many pictures of yourself with your phone. Now, I have to presume that everyone involved in this story took several shots of liquor before going through with it. I don't know how you get through this feeling okay with yourself. So the the, the video that ABC put out, uh, it follows this chick. Her name is uh, Tina Choi. During her uh, visit to her doctor's office, to help with the chronic pain in her hand caused by her narcissism. Now, everyone in this video looks like they can't believe that this is what they're going to be remembered for. You know, they kind of have this uneasy smile to them, like, am I really talking about this on television in a serious tone? So the, the video shows her doctor teaching this woman how to hold her phone without cramping her wrist, like, you need, you need to hold it this way, and... You know, your wrist is going to be okay. What it doesn't show is the thousand-yard stare 
of everyone involved in this project, you know, the people behind the camera. I imagine they're just thinking about how they got to this point. They probably went home and spent a long time just reflecting on everything that brought them here, brought them to the point of warning people about the physical dangers of taking pictures of yourself with a phone. It's just, it's just the epitome of pandering. Now, I assume that uh, coal miners and crab fishermen could not be reached in time for this very, very important story. In other news, a tiny house has been recovered from being stolen in St. Louis, Missouri. You know, you watch those uh, HGTV shows about tiny houses. There's like, I'm not even kidding, there's like 200 different shows about tiny homes on HGTV. If they can pump out a show quick enough, they will. But uh, let, me, let me get to this story here. Uh, Megan Panu reported her house was missing on her house's Instagram page. I know everybody does this, right? Uh, I personally have an Instagram page for my apartment, my car, my toilet paper, anything that I could possibly document, any inane object in my life that I could possibly give a, a personality. And honestly, I, I follow several people's house Instagram pages, you know. I, I, my window was feeling kind of sad today. <sighs> anyway, uh, this woman wrote, Between 10.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. this morning, the tiny house was stolen. I am at a loss. Please, if you see it around the city, call and report slash get in contact with me. Talk about a home robbery. <laughs> you get it. You, you get it, Mike. Now, imagine living in a home that could be towed away. Now, I guess this is possible if you live in your car or, or a trailer. Uh, but I mean like a, a home that looks like a home. Foot in my mouth there. Uh, five days later, uh, the Jefferson County Sheriff announced on Twitter that they had found her house within 30 miles of where it was stolen. And that's that classic runaway story. Her house probably just wanted to get some space, maybe scare her a little bit, show her how much she really needs her house. She probably said, fine, I don't need you anyway. I dare you to run away. And the house ran away. But they say if you love your house, let it go. And if it comes back to you, then you know that the thief was an idiot. Who stays 30 miles away from where you stole a house? Uh, UPI.com reported that a towing company agreed to recover the house and tow it back to this young woman free of charge. Except they probably didn't do it just to be nice. They probably did it to get some free publicity. But that didn't happen, did it? I only know that there was a towing company in Missouri that might hook you up if your house was stolen and has wheels. They probably were hoping that the sheriff was going to say, uh, Mark's Towing Company, located off of uh, Baseline and Foothill, can, uh, can uh, be, I don't know, you know what I'm saying. They probably wanted the free commercial. They didn't get it. They're just known as a towing company, unless their name is actually a towing company, in which, you know, good for you guys, a towing company. Wow, we're really uh, breezing through this. Folks, don't forget that you should have dozens of New Year's resolutions posted to your fridge by December 31st. Outside of promoting this podcast, 
I've thought of a few more things to help you get the ball rolling. These are just some New Year's resolutions that I think can be helpful for you. First is to volunteer for your local drug dealer. You know, they need help, right? It's a, it's a tough business, and it's definitely cold this time of the year. I think, uh, I think we're working to uh, fix the cold with our uh, current, uh, our current uh, environmental administration. But in the meantime, it is still pretty cold in lots of parts of the country. So you're a drug dealer. You know, it's kind of an outside job a lot of the time, right? It's probably out there in the cold, shivering. Why don't you, why don't you bring your drug dealer some hot cocoa? Maybe put a, a jacket or a blanket around him. Sing, sing New Year's carols with him. You know, it's a lonely job sometimes. You could volunteer, volunteer to help him sell drugs. I don't know if that's a good idea legally speaking, but it might make him feel a little bit more comfortable, a little bit happier with his life choices. Another resolution is to eat more bread. You know, self-explanatory. Bread is great. Tastes great. It's good for you. Eat, eat a loaf of bread every night before you go to bed. And uh, you'll, you'll, be, you'll have lots of fuel for your crying diet if you do that. Another idea is to throw, throw salt on more snails. You know, just to be a dick. You could also get more tattoos while drunk. Or spend more time on social media. You know, with the people that, that care most. The people that are willing to go that extra step. Hit the like button, or forbid the love button, the happy button, the, the, the laughing button. You get what I'm saying? You know, the people that are willing to interact with you on social media. Pretend like you are an important part of their life. Makes you really feel, makes you really feel adequate, doesn't it? Anyway, this is a chipper episode. Uh, we gotta move on to listener questions. This week we have... One very important listener question from Kent. This week's question is, are you going to have any New Year's resolutions or are you going to have a New Year's revolution? Wow. That's a good question. Well, I suppose it is a, re a revolution if I make this show the most popular podcast with the name Chris in the title this year. I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to do it. Now, is that right next to, you know, is it comparable to uh, marching with Martin Luther King or, or standing in uh, Tiananmen Square? Is that how you pronounce it, Mike? Huh. Tiananmen Square? Yeah, sure, whatever. No, uh, it's probably not that. But uh, no, it's probably, it's probably not as, as important as that sort of thing. So... I guess this year I'm just going to have some resolutions. I resolve to make this show the most popular show with the name Chris in it. Now that is not a very exciting answer. So maybe we do need a revolution. There's a, a great Aaliyah song called... Oh, actually it's called We Need a Resolution. Wow, this is just how I ramble. Uh, Aaliyah has a song called We Need a Resolution. And Kirk Franklin has a gospel song called Revolution. Wow, I listened to a lot of both of those songs when I was a, a young lad. Here I am now, bitter and spiteful. <laughs> anyway, 
Thanks for the question, Ken. As always, folks, you guys can ask questions on our Facebook page and our Twitter page and our Instagram page. We, we are on Instagram. We got an Instagram cracker page at Up and Loaded. We got a, a Twitter page at Up and Loaded. We got a Facebook page at Up and Loaded. If you need how to learn how to spell that, that's U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. Also at UpandLoaded.com. You can ask those questions. We will answer them on the next podcast. It's good times. It's good times. It's good. It's a good way to to fuel the mind. Think about questions that can that can really really spark a conversation. Or you know, think of boring questions too. I'll accept it as a challenge. Uh, last week we also asked a poll. We had a poll. Uh, we do a poll every single week on this show, as you guys probably know, on our Facebook page. And uh, last week we asked, "What did Santa give you for Christmas?" of our listeners said, hey, yo, uh, Christmas is on Tuesday because we posted this uh, like half a week before Christmas actually occurred. So we we jumped the gun a little bit. I didn't think about that before I asked the question that, you know, when when you give the poll results, it might not make any sense. Yeah, Christmas is on Tuesday. Christmas was on Tuesday. So 40% of our our listeners said, yo, Chris, uh, this isn't happening yet. Santa hasn't given me anything yet. The other 60% of our listeners said that Santa gave them massive debt. Tis the season to open another credit line. This week's poll is going to ask, what is your New Year's resolution? Don't forget to vote on our Facebook page. We are there every single week. Every single week, except for the weeks that Mike screws it all up and forgets to post the poll. Don't forget that you guys can subscribe to this show and follow Up and Loaded on social media. All those those social media pages I mentioned. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're there. Maybe we'll get another social media page one day. Maybe one more thing to keep up with. Like I said, uh, one of your New Year's resolutions should definitely be to spend more time on social media. More time staring at your phone. More time uh, just focusing on the people in that little glowing screen. Less time focusing on the people around you. Except if they're on the screen, right? Like It's like texting somebody when they're in the same room. Do more of that, less of the one-on-one. You you, you need more fuel for your crying diet, okay? So uh, this has been a very cheery episode, very cheery 13th episode of Chris to Chris. Wow, we went from an hour last week, we cut it down, we really streamlined it to about uh, 23 minutes and change this week. So I guess I, I guys, I hope you guys liked it, and uh, we will be back next week for a, a very special 14th episode. This was a 13th episode. I, I guess that that means it's unlucky, if uh, you believe in unlucky numbers. When I worked at, I used to work in uh, Las Vegas, at a uh, at a very, very, what's the word, popular, uh, prestigious, very prestigious casino company. <laughs> Is that a is that a is that an oxymoron? Probably. Lots of uh, lots of uh, bad stuff goes down. But what was my point of that? Yeah, I used to work in Vegas. <laughs> oh, uh, thirteen. Yep, the number thirteen. So I used to work in Vegas, and guests of hotels would often say, "I don't, I don't want to be on the thirteenth floor," even though. Many of the hotels will will not include a thirteenth floor. They won't. They'll, they'll go from twelve to fourteen. 
just because they know people are nuts. They know people are uh, superstitious, and they don't mess with the number 13. But, you know, 13 is not an unlucky number everywhere. In uh, many Asian countries, the number 4 is unlucky. And, man, that's a, that's a low number, right? That's a low number to be unlucky. What if you had four kids? Four quarters in your pocket. Four hemorrhoids. It's pretty unlucky. Pretty unlucky. Or pretty easy to be unlucky, right? So I feel like 13's a, a little easier to avoid. Except I was born on a 13th day of a month. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why this podcast didn't get as many views as I wanted. It's okay. We are still shooting for that 8 billion person listenership. And wow, I really know how to stretch an episode. 23 minutes just wasn't enough for me. We had to make it to 25. So thank you very much for listening, folks. It's been a very great episode, I think. I hope you guys had as much fun as I did. Mike, you have fun? Nope. Who cares? Thanks for listening, Mike. Thanks for listening, everybody else. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend or or else. Adios. Yeah.